Hello, and welcome to another nifty episode <laughs> of We Only Look Thin. I am your motivational bus driver, Donald Weigel, and here with me, as always, is... Catherine Weigel. I am along for the ride, just like all of our fine listeners today. I am not prepared, but I have lost about 145 pounds. Yes, we are a married couple, and uh, together we have lost a combined like 250 pounds. Hooray! We have uh, over 500 years of experience between (laughs) us. us in <laughs> weight loss. Oh, you, so much experience. All of the, all of the uh, years of experience we've had trying to lose weight and be Wise fit beyond and hit our my goal years. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Uh, so just a little, uh, if you were expecting the normal sort of thing where Catherine does most of the talking and <laughs> then I chime in and I repeat things that she's told me. like You're correct, off, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> or I'm usually the Ed McMahon, that's not this episode. I am not prepared i am not prepared for this episode you know how like if you're a simpsons fan maybe you aren't but you'd be watching and there's like a lisa episode and you're like oh boy it's a lisa episode well this is a lisa episode <laughs> of the show because it's gonna be all playing the saxophone exactly I, uh, I had a busy week i don't know donald also had a busy week but miraculously not miraculously not surprisingly, he made copious notes for this episode, and I kept saying, I will make notes for this episode, and then I did not make notes for this episode. Well, so. th- this is a subject that is near and dear to my heart. For some reason, I have, uh, it, it really, like, I don't want to say triggers me, but it, it sends me straight into a rage spiral. When, when <laughs> That's super chill. Everybody yeah. thinks that you're just, everybody I know. thinks we're nice people I know. and chill people. We're Basically, just hairpin rage. Right. Yeah, we're just like we're just like razor's the, edge. The wrong Instagram post away from just oh going my postal. Gosh. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we, I, I, you know, when people talk about exercise, um, and they they say things like, "Well, that doesn't count," or "That's yeah. not real." Like walking up a flight of stairs or taking a walk doesn't count as exercise. It really upsets me because I know that I lost a hundred pounds without ever like doing any real exercise in air quotes. And so we're going to talk all about that today. But first, we owe you. And look, <laughs> we we've been recording these episodes and then sort of like you know putting them out out of order because uh, of the whole system's the, out of order. The whole so system. Why not? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can't handle the truth exactly. So um, I don't know at what order you will hear this, but we owe you a an update on Catherine's solo road trip, All and right. I have a feeling this was probably like in in episode time, like four episodes ago, yeah, we talked maybe. about this, but in real time, it's only been in our our time in our timeline <laughs> i know it's it's like yeah some sort of weird time travel situation uh it's only been a week ago um so Catherine, mm. you took a solo road trip i sure did and you made lots of uh plans and bold <laughs> statements about how that was going to go with uh food and calories and fitness and uh you want to share with our listeners how it actually went? I feel like you're leading the witnesses. Am you're I? You're leading the jury. Am uh, I? 
listeners, how do you think it went for me? I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> um, if you want to tell us how it went for Catherine, please write in to... So here's the thing. We did an episode on road trips where we talked about tips and tricks on how to manage your uh, health choices while you're on vacation. And just like uh, just like you, our fine listener, I am a human with, uh, with human setbacks. What? <laughs> um, the the day that we that I was supposed to leave, I'll try to make this short, but you know, what are you going to do? Uh, the day that I was supposed <laughs> to leave had everything kind of worked out. I bought a bunch of uh, watermelon to take on the trip with me. It was totally fine. Ended up having to take our daughter to urgent care. And then it created this ripple effect, a butterfly effect of leaving late and uh, best laid plans and all of that. Yeah. I think I stress ate all of the watermelon before I left. <laughs> I got in the car. <laughs> so so that's how the trip kind of started. Yeah. Uh, well, well, the good news is that like a whole watermelon still like eight calories or yeah, something. Yeah, no, it was fine. But, you know, the the I ended up leaving later and a four-hour trip turned into seven hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, that I was, was in the just, car a that long was not time. expected. I kept expecting, you know, Catherine to tell me she was there and she'd be like nope <laughs> i'm like an hour from home still home just in the parking area just waving at yeah. donald um but you know it was fine it was fine i ended up not you know long very long story short ended up not tracking that weekend uh the problem with not tracking and saying like i did pretty well like i wasn't so bad the problem with that is that i don't actually know yeah. I don't know, because I didn't track. Yeah. Um, I was with someone who only eats about one meal a day, so uh, I did some eating on my own uh, in secret. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not, boy. And, but not like secret. It just was alone, and I might have had uh, some cornflakes. No, not what are they? What are the sugary kinds called? Uh, um, frosted, frosted flakes. Frosted flakes, yeah. I might have had frosted flakes. All I could breakfast. think of was corn pops, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> not corn pops. Um, it was okay. But I didn't track. I didn't get in my steps. I brought my yoga mat. Didn't actually do the yoga. Um, so it, it, I am often, you know, I won't even say surprised. I can go back into old habits so quickly. Yeah. I can have great ideas about what I'm going to do. And then the weekend kind of got away from me. I did go on a lovely walk, a 7,000 step walk with uh, a member of Walt Place. Don't oh. Place. We only look in place. Uh, I went on a walk with Jennifer and it was actually really lovely. So that really felt normal and uh, part of my routine. Um, it's a new perk of joining Walt Place. You too can take a 7,000 step walk with Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you know, I I love meeting members of the group. It's, you know, we've known some of some people in the group for as many as five years. And yeah. it, it actually was really lovely uh, to meet Jennifer after all this time. Uh, so I did that, that that was really great. But, um, you know, it's just really crazy how easy it is to fall into old patterns. I, I did go and get a blizzard at what is it called? Dairy, Dairy Queen? Queen, yeah. But I did I got It's the- funny, I haven't been to it. I don't remember the last time I was at Dairy Queen, but like the way I am, you say blizzard and I immediately know it's Dairy Queen. Yeah. But I got the mini, which yeah. was like four hundred calories. That was the very smallest yeah, yeah, yeah. like baby portion. So I did stick to my, you know, get the smallest thing you're gonna get. Um so it was okay, but frankly, I am up on the scale. I I don't know if it's hormones or travel. I'm up on the scale like a solid five pounds. Yeah. And I didn't go crazy. Yeah. I didn't track, 
but I like moderated. I had salad for dinner one night. I shared a meal with uh, with my mom. Like didn't go crazy. But whether it was hormones or travel or whatever, I'm up five pounds. It's not cool. Yeah. It's not cool to be up five pounds. So I'm uh, I'm working hard on uh, just sticking to my habits. But I, I think the important thing here, and like we say this all the time in the show, though, is that you didn't use that as an excuse to just give up. No. And, and which is what I have done many, many times in my life is like I would have an experience like that where I feel like I hung in there and I did my best and I was still up five pounds. And I say to myself, well, if I can do that. And I still gain five pounds, then why bother? Yeah. Like, like why do anything? No, and I, you know, I got back, uh, I ended up pushing the trip a day because I went late. So, um, but the Tuesday morning when I got back, like, I've been on track for the last four days. Yeah. I've hit my goals. I've closed the kitchen at eight o'clock. I got right back onto my workout schedule. And so it's fine. And I, you know, I think to Donald's point, you know, I was off track for a few days, but I got right back on track. And for anyone who thinks like, oh, well, you're in maintenance. Who cares about? Yeah, There's you're n- fixed. You're done. It's it over. Like, what do you have to worry still about? A yeah. Struggle. Yeah, it is all still the time. a struggle. I recover quickly, which again, I didn't start, you know, okay, well, I'll just start, you know, back in, you know, Labor Day. I'll get back on track. Right. Like, I can still gain five pounds on a week away, or even, you know, it was four days away, basically. So it is, you know, Something to really consider is that there is really no finish line. We are still capable of gaining weight really quickly, and we have the opportunity to balance our, you know, indulgences with getting right back on track. It feels much better to be on track, to do my normal habits, yoga, walking, uh, all of that. But there's no end to this. If you think like, oh boy, I I can't wait to get to my goal weight. I just want to lose like 30 pounds this month, and then I'll live my normal life again. There are always going to be things getting in the way. Um, Also had a very huge, uh, I won't talk about it, very huge boundary issue with someone while I was on vacation, which was very stressful, but I didn't eat and drink about it, which is a huge... Uh, that is a win for a, sure. A huge change, but it's like life still comes at you. It doesn't. It doesn't stop. And maybe that's depressing, but I think the reality of there really is no end to this, and we still have the opportunity every day to wake up and make new choices uh, and uh, recover. I think is really important. So, um, so yeah. So that's how it went. It was you know it's a, a mixed bag, uh, but. I, I did focus on my habits this week. Did not focus on any notes for this podcast, <laughs> which takes us back to Donald is. I yes. was in the driver's seat of, I am the of my dr- trip. I am the motivational bus driver right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Was there anything Actually, better than making that, like when you're on a field trip oh, at no. school, making the hand, like the up-down Yeah, uh, with, a, with a truck driver and getting them <laughs> to like blow the horn. Yeah, no, that's good times. As an adult, I don't know if that would work if I did that. Yeah. The, maybe I'm too uh, too low now to, to make that happen, but there was nothing better than making the uh, blow your horn hand gesture. So I'm going to... To uh, to take the the reins or the driver's wheel seat whatever I'm gonna let Donald take over the episode because we are talking about neat you yes, are indeed. what you need uh, yes I am uh, driving this bus or as I like to prefer to think about it I'm driving the Great Space Coaster <laughs> and uh, uh, so get on board get on board um, so. 
we are, as Catherine just said, we are going to discuss NEAT. And uh, we did an episode about this uh, on this about a year ago. And it is a subject, as I said at the beginning, that is near and dear to my heart because uh, it has improved my heart health. <laughs> it has. And NEAT stands for, do you want me to say yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And it stands for Non-Exercise Activity thermogenesis it sounds like living in outer space yes indeed like the great space coaster (laughs) exactly so what does that mean what that means is when you exercise and it's obvious exercise when you're running or or lifting weights or or you know you know what exercise is um that's obviously you're burning calories at that point What the non-exercise activity thermogenesis is, is all of the movement that you do throughout a day or a week that also burns calories. It's it. And really, it is the major portion of your day. If you exercise for for an hour a day, that seems like a lot to me. That seems like a lot to a lot of people, but it's really just a small portion of your day. And so the idea behind NEAT is that you you want to move as much as possible throughout your entire day. Well, and for me, I know, you know, back in the day, I would, you know, people would say, oh, 20 minutes of exercise, 30 minutes of exercise. And I felt like if I couldn't get to the gym, that like, well, I don't have 30 minutes. So like, I can't do anything. So as we all know, in the before times, I would drive to work try to find the closest parking spot, Right. sit all day, move as little as possible, unless it was to go to the kitchen to get snacks. And then I would drive home, drive to pick up our daughter and go home. I would get about 11, I think maybe 1,500 steps a day. And a big day was going to Target. That yeah. was like, whoa, we need to tank up and rest after. Yeah, we'd, we'd have to like, you know, make sure we were full of food before we went to Target. And then we would go and then we would come home and have to take a nap because, man, is that exhausting. And that would and maybe get me like 4,000 steps. But yeah. we went out of our way to sit all the time. And the problem with sitting is that it makes you want to sit more. It is kind of, it just envelops you. It's that, you know, inertia that just keeps us on the couch. And that tricks us into thinking we're sick. Like it, it tricks us. Oh, gotta get up. Oh, making, you know, I still make that sound, but like, (laughs) but that sitting and eating led to a sedentary lifestyle. Now, that doesn't have anything to do with me being Polish. That doesn't have anything <laughs> to do with my ancestry. Yeah. It is all about my limiting belief on either I exercise and get yoked or I sit. And I didn't see that there was an in-between. Exactly. And I, like I said at the beginning of the show, I was sort of raised to believe that only – real exercise, and I'm making air quotes when I say that counts, that, you know, people would say, you know, well, going for a walk, that's not exercise. Uh, Walking up the stairs, that's not exercise. And I am here to tell you that that is not only exercise, but it might be the best exercise. It is so much better. Like anytime I I used to run um, and I would hurt myself all the time doing that. I would, even when I didn't hurt myself running, for some reason, I would just like then step off a curb or whatever. And I felt like I was always hurt. It was not great on my knees, my other joints. 
And look, if you're a runner and you love it, I'm not telling you not to run. But but for me, every minute of that was painful. Every time I would go to the gym, I would just hate it. It was just pure drudgery. And I finally found exercise that I enjoy, and that is walking. And then adding to that all of the all of the neat throughout the day and just increasing my movement and not allowing myself to sit all the time has really helped me to not only achieve my weight loss goal, to hit my goal weight and maintain it now for three and a half years, but it's allowed me to achieve a level of fitness and comfort in my own body that I never dreamt that I would have. And, and that is why this is so near and dear to me. Well, and I think too, you know, back when we started, we both got Fitbits and the goal was to hit 10,000 steps. Like that was, for some reason, it felt like some force field. Like, right. oh, once you hit 10,000 steps, like, oh, I can't help it hit 10,000 steps. Right. And here I am at 1,500 steps and it felt insurmountable. And I remember, you know, going like, well, how am I going to get 10,000 steps a day? Like, where's there to go? How do you do that? And I listened to a uh, now defunct podcast uh, that talked about sneaking in steps in your day, how to, you know, add steps without actually exercising. It was revolutionary to me to realize that you could actually go out of your way to get in more steps. Uh, we have talked also about our friend, Nicole, friend of the show, friend of friends, half marathoner. Um, she's lost about 80 pounds and she talked about sneaking in steps while she was on conference calls and putting away laundry in inefficient ways. And I was like, but that's not exercise. But yeah. guess what? She lost 80 pounds and gets, you know, 30,000 steps a day now. I mean, and she also does big walks now. But at the time when she started, it was like, well, gosh, I mean, walking to the, you know, get laundry inefficiently and putting the socks away one at a time, that's, that's a waste of time. But guess what? That movement matters. Movement throughout your day actually matters. And Donald has some science to back up all of this mumbo jumbo. Yeah, we have talked about the uh, the four tendencies a lot on this show. And uh, I am a questioner. Uh, I'm a recovering questioner. I'm trying not to be such a questioner in my life. But I like facts and studies and science to back up what I'm saying. And if you're like me, the next segment of this podcast is for you. You're gonna love it. Exactly. We're not, so these aren't feelings, people. I did some. I did some online research, which I know. Uh, I know is a dangerous thing, but um, I found a bunch of studies which uh, which support my love of getting off of my keister and just moving <laughs> around without actually going to a gym. So the first one was from uh, is a 2015 study published in the Annals of Internal Medicine, which said that constant sitting during your commute at your desk or at your couch may actually blunt the positive effects of your workouts, meaning that even if you're doing that hour a day workout or more than an hour a day workout, if the rest of your day you're sitting still most of the day, that that actually counteracts the the positive effects of your workout. So you're not even getting the full like positive effect of your workout if you sit most of the day after a real a real in air quotes exercise. Well, and I think a, a while ago we have done so many episodes I can't remember, but we talked about how sitting is the new smoking, the dangers of sitting and, you know, you sort of atrophy throughout the day. For me, I used to sit 15, 16 hours oh out my of God, 17 yes. Easily, hours a yeah. day. Like, and it actually 
hurts now to sit that long. Yeah. Yeah, it actually can sometimes be painful for me just to sit still long enough to record these podcasts. Like yeah. it's really weird. And I I'm on I'm getting a little bit off topic sort of, but you know, because of the pandemic et, et cetera, I'm on Zoom calls for work all the time now and sometimes I have back to back to back Zooms and I have to turn my camera off and get up in my office and march in place like because I can't sit still that long anymore and it's such a 180 degree turn from the person I used to be who just used to avoid getting up as much as possible. Um, so that same study, getting back to uh, the studies, says that walking by itself, just walking, can relieve anxiety, improve core stability and posture, burn calories, and improve blood sugar. In other words, the more time you spend on your feet or fidgeting or tossing a ball or doing housework, the better. But can't I just do nothing? <laughs> but we know where that gets us. I mean, I I honestly used to think that that just didn't make a difference, that I thought that, you know, moving or, you know, being as efficient as possible mattered, you know, sort of that like optimizing. But really, I was cutting myself out of so many opportunities to move. And it has made a huge difference to actually get a kick out of finding ways to move more throughout the day. Oh, and that's not all. Oh, what? There are so many more positive effects of hmm. walking and of neat in your life. A a study done by the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory showed that walking gets the heart pumping, and in fact, it may be just as beneficial at supporting cardiovascular health as running. What? What? I know, which sounds crazy. And another study, more research showed that it also can help improve brain function, that getting moving has large benefits for cognitive health. There's been studies on stroke patients that show that moderate intensity walking increases the body's levels of brain-derived neurotropic factor. Ooh. Say that again seven times fast. I saw that movie. Um, it was really good. That <laughs> the neurotropic factor. <laughs> neurotropic factor this summer. Um, and it is a protein that supports brain health. And um, I will, in case you're you're somebody who really wants to read these studies, I'll post links to them in the show notes, by the way. Um, another study showed that walking can improve mood. Um, it's a, true. A small study of young adults sh um, showed that performing a 10-minute walk immediately and uh, substantially sorry, improved mood. Um, the study suggests that walking may function as a sort of active meditation. And I can tell you my mood has improved tremendously yeah. since I started uh, doing a lot, a lot of walking. Well, and I manage a lot of emotional eating and uh, stress eating. What? Is that is shocking information that it, you've never discussed? I talk about it all the time. Oh, yeah. But re-channeling myself to go outside for five minutes, it's actually one of my habit goals. Walking five minutes isn't going to change my life, but getting out of my head for five minutes, looking at the flowers and trees of the season, yeah, it actually really helps my mood. And, you know, it's, you know, I've actually measured it. It's 375 steps to our, our a little like point of interest down the road from us. Yeah. And I'll just go out at sunset, walk there, walk back. It's not changing my whole life. I'm not running a marathon, but getting out of my head for a little bit and getting in a little bit of movement, it helps every single day. I never regret going for a short walk. No, absolutely not. 
And I bet at this point in the episode you're saying to yourself, well, that's all fine and good, but you can't possibly have any more science or studies to support what you're saying. But guess what? what? You would be oh so wrong. (laughs) Neat and walking can also help improve bone strength. Because walking is a weight-bearing activity, stressing the bones as well as the muscles, tendons, and ligaments connecting them for a more stable system. Research shows research uh-huh, shows that a daily step count, along with body weight and the amount of force you put into the ground with each step, more accurately predicts bone density of the femur, your thigh bone, compared to traditionally used measures. Whoa. Um, And then finally, you may be asking yourself, and this is a weight loss and fitness podcast, can meat and walking help you lose weight? Most definitely it can. Um, It is also very effective at helping to improve blood sugar control, which I know as somebody who was diagnosed, uh, what, five and a half years ago with type 2 diabetes and have now gotten it under control, mostly by walking and just counting calories. Um... By lowering blood sugar levels the resulting, uh, and the resulting insulin spikes, walking could be especially beneficial for helping maintain healthy levels of fat, also called abdominal or visceral fat. This type of fat is sensitive to blood sugar rises and, and can increase with insulin resistance. So That is a lot of data. That is a lot of science, a lot of data, and some of you may be now saying... That is a lot of science and data, but how do I work more neat and more steps into my life? Hmm. And we're here to give you some suggestions. My main one, the first one that I love is Netflix and move. What? That's not what they say. That's not... There's no chilling happening. Yes, it's not exactly. Chill at all. Instead of Netflix and chill, Netflix and move. And what Catherine and I do is we have these rebounders. They're these little mini trampolines, and it is a really good workout. Now we don't like jump up and down like yeah. crazy people. I should probably post another video of me actually doing it because I think people think I'm trying to hit the roof of the you know, yeah the living room. That's not yeah. the case. Yeah, but we just sort of gently mimic the motion of maybe jogging, I guess yeah. you could say, or walking jogging um i try and swing my arms as much as possible too to burn as many calories it it kind of looks like what a muppet looks like when they're walking but you don't see their bottom half like they're just kind of like anyway i'll show you later we look like muppets (laughs) we look like muppets which is an added benefit now if you don't have netflix you could also do hulu Or traditional what about TV. ABC? <laughs> ABC works, HBO Max, Disney Plus, like whatever you're you want to watch. But I also, you know, you can listen to music yeah. and rebound. You can uh, uh, we often listen to our own podcast and rebound uh while we're quality checking episodes. Believe it or not, we do quality check these episodes. Um, and so, oh, one thing I forgot to mention, the first thing to do is get some sort of app to track your steps. Now, we have Fitbits, and uh, but there are lots of different Fitbit watches out there. Most people's phones, uh, if you have a smartphone, um, your phone can have an app that'll track your steps if you keep it on you. But, um, you know, find something that tracks your motion. And, and motion doesn't have to be steps, but you know, one way to to figure out how much you are moving is by allowing an app to to track it. For sure. And I actually got the Fitbit app 
four months before I actually got a Fitbit because if you uh, sync it up to your phone and you have your phone in your pocket, it will track your motion. And I think the Fitbit has probably been the biggest impact on my life in terms of my yeah, fitness. yeah, and for me, I find it unbelievably motivating to to have a number that I want to hit. It's not important to me that it accurately count every step, or that I, I, I get some extra steps when I'm brushing my teeth or washing the dishes or whatever. I know I used to really focus on that. You know, I'd be like obsessive, like, oh, I'm going to switch my Fitbit to my other hand so that when I'm washing dishes, I'll you know. Okay. I'm just an active person now. Yeah. I don't need to micromanage the steps. And the point isn't that it 100% accurately count every step. The point is that it gives you a benchmark to hit. And I join challenges all the time with people to try and get the most steps during the week or the most steps during a day or or whatever it is. And it really motivates me to keep going. And when I see that number and I know I have to hit it, I feel obligated because I've set a rule for myself that I, you know, I hit a certain number of steps every day. I feel obligated to do it every day. And it really is motivating and really has worked to keep me going. Well, and I think the thing for me, too, I used to be obsessive about getting in my steps. And I have been able to, in the last, you know, number of years of maintaining, be okay with not hitting my goal every day, but seeing myself as an active person. Like, I'm a person who parks her grocery cart in one spot and zigzags back and forth to it to get in extra steps. I go out of my way to get in steps at home throughout the day, get up every hour, and it all makes a difference. It's not the magic number to hit. It's the idea that you're an active person who doesn't sit all day. You notice how Catherine snuck in another tip for uh, for oh. getting extra steps? Yeah, park your uh, park your cart at the grocery store and walk back and forth, which is something that I do all the time. I leave it at the end of one aisle. I go get the food and then go back to the cart rather than just uh, keeping the cart. With oh my me. gosh, I um, was with my mother this last weekend. Yeah, as we mentioned, and. She, I thought she was going to hit me in the ankles with the cart the whole time because I'm used to just parking it and then going back to it. And right. she was right behind me like, would you park the cart? For co- you got to get it neat. You got to get neat. <laughs> exactly. You need to explain neat to your mom. Um, hi, mom, if you're listening. Um, okay, so uh, another thing, and I kind of stole this from Catherine, uh, and I'm using it in a different way, but another tip is uh, to use pairing is caring. Now, Catherine does a thing where she only has a bagel whenever she gets a haircut, so yeah. she knows that you know she's pairing the bagel with the haircut. So you pair one activity with another activity that you know you're going to do. So in this case, what I'm suggesting is Add some movement to your morning routine, your evening routine, when you're sitting at your desk, when you're getting in your car. Like maybe you do some stretching when you, you know, right before you brush your teeth or right after you brush your teeth, like something that you're going to do every day. Maybe you do like five jumping jacks or, or you do a couple of yoga stretches like right before you get in your car or right after you get out of your car. Something like that. Something that you know you're going to do all the time. You just make it automatic that you add a little movement to that. No, for sure. I mean, I definitely, when I was on my road trip, I went out of my way to stop as many times as I could to actually, because on the drive there, I was in the car for seven hours and it was really painful. Yeah. So getting up, you know, every, probably every hour and just walking around the car, stretching a little bit, you know, doing leg lifts, whatever, it actually just, you know, getting that circulation going really does matter. Absolutely. And I just realized I skipped a couple of things. Uh, a point I was going to make about the Netflix and and Move, you don't have to have a rebounder. 
Um, you might have a treadmill or you might even just, you know, sit on the floor and do some stretching while you're doing it. Or you might just even fidget or maybe you could march in place or, or, you know, there are great videos on YouTube where there are weightless arm exercises that you can do while you're sitting and watching Netflix. And it's, it's not that you have to, you know, you're watching a two hour movie. You don't necessarily have to move for the entire two hours, but you know, it, it, rather than sitting still the entire two hours, maybe you do an arm exercise like every 15 or 20 minutes or something like that. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, and I know we are walkers and that is a that is a big part of our life. I know not everyone is as able to be mobile as we are. It is something that we have worked on. But those arm exercises, seated exercises, there is a, a website called Silver Sneakers, um, which does a lot of seated yoga, a lot of seated arm workouts. Um, so there are lots of ways to get in movement that don't actually involve, uh, walking if, if that isn't your thing. Uh, when I was in the car, I actually, uh, did like, I was working out my right arm as I was driving. I, I held onto the wheel with one, one, <laughs> one hand and my knee, uh, and it worked out okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I definitely did some stretches while I was in the car just because Sounds getting- totally safe. Yeah, 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 no. Look, uh, when I'm piloting the Great Space Coaster, I have both <laughs> hands at 10 and 2, let me tell you. But is the is the coaster, I don't know if it has a steering wheel. I think like you hold on to the coaster. We'll have to look and see what Gary Gnu did You back don't in the have day. your Great Space Coaster pilot's license, so you I don't know about these things. I could sing a song right now. Yeah. Great Space Coaster. Yes, exactly. Um, so uh, next, how about- Walking and talking. Ooh, this is a good one. Um, if you have to be on the phone uh, with somebody, I say have to be on the phone because I, I find introverts. it generally painful to be on the phone. If you have to be on the phone with somebody, walk around while you're doing it. If you're if you have a conference call or something, I know I mentioned that every meeting in the whole world seems to have to be a Zoom meeting right now. Nobody can just call me on the phone anymore. But uh, in the before times, or or sometimes when I'm just talking to my family. I just make it a point to to also be walking while I'm doing that so that I'm not just sitting still and uh, collecting mold. <laughs> yeah. No, and I do that too. I will be uh, on the phone and I will organize a desk drawer or, you know, be doing something with my hands at the same time. Not very good at sitting still now, which wasn't the case, uh, but I definitely have done some walk and talks uh, with family members recently and it feels good to – like it's actually easier – I think for Donald and I to talk when we're walking. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, no, and, and it's been really a, a good way for us to connect in our marriage is to have all this time to uh, to walk and talk. Or sometimes we even rebound and talk. Like, you know, if the weather's bad outside or whatever, we will still use the rebounders, but we'll we'll talk before we actually start the television. Well, and I think we went to a restaurant for our anniversary. Uh, it was the first time seated at a restaurant for dinner in 18 months. Yeah. And I'm so used to walking and talking that, like, sitting across the table. It's like, <laughs> so... Uh, it was like what, being on a first date yeah, all what over do you, again. What do, you, do you enjoy silverware? Exactly. That's fun stuff. So if you're... Uh- if you're the boss, one thing you might want to do, or if you have some control over a meeting situation, is actually set up a walking yeah. meeting uh, where you can go for a walk with the people you're meeting with outside. Um, and you could even do this, like you could set up a walking date, um, a, a walking hangout with friends. Yeah. Um, you know, Catherine mentioned she she had a walking hangout with a member of Walt Place. And uh, it's a really great way to, you know, meet and, and talk with people, but also still get in movement while you're doing it, rather than making it about food and sitting at a restaurant and eating not only are you sitting but you're eating at the same time but what if i don't know people and just have a dog 
You can walk your dog. What? I like how you set me up for that. <laughs> I tried to sneak it in there. Yeah, yeah. We we have neighbors. Uh, I'll look out. I'll be doing the dishes, getting in my neat, and I'll see people with dogs on very long leashes sitting, smoking a cigarette. Yeah, letting their dog walk a little bit. They're I know, not even still. paying attention to the dog while the dog is yeah, just sort of doing its business in the yard. But if you have if you have a dog, actually walk it. Like go for a walk. The dog will benefit from it, and you will as well. Um, here's another thing. You can actually play with your kids. What? That sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds awful, but you can do it. That's not what kids are for. <laughs> or or if you're me and my uh, our teenager, we can run around the house trying to fake punch each other in the stomach. Which <laughs> that has nothing. I am not a participant a, in that. Also activity. a form of neat. Um, another thing that I do a lot of is take the stairs instead of an elevator, especially when it's just one or two floors. I was working on a TV show recently, and my office was on the second floor, and you have no idea how many people would get in that elevator to go up one flight of stairs. And like, I would be walking with somebody, and we would get to the elevator to go to the second floor, and I would be like, okay, I'm taking the stairs, and they would get in that elevator, and I would walk up there. So just taking that extra floor. And I do a thing at work that I've talked about on this show before, where I generally, like, there's a bathroom, a restroom on my floor, but I typically walk up two flights of stairs um, to the restroom whenever I have to go to get in, to sneak in some extra movement, because it can be really hard at work to to generate that extra movement, but that's one thing that nobody's really going to question, is that I have to go to the restroom, so I, I add some movement into that by walking upstairs to do it. Another thing that I do is to, um, I set alarms. I have an alarm on my Fitbit and I actually have an alarm on my phone that annoys the heck out of me (laughs) to make sure that I get at least 250 steps uh, per hour. I have uh, an app, a calendar app that that will remind me once an hour that I should get that 250 steps. And if I haven't gotten it, then the alarm will remind me to actually get up and move around. Well, and 250 steps, if I'm rebounding, is about two and a half minutes of walking. Like, it's not a lot. But I realize there are there are days when I get tied to my desk and I don't stand up for hours and everything starts hurting like my neck you know you know what body parts are you can guess which parts hurt and which parts don't exactly but i you know when i get up i actually use that as an opportunity to because i work at home i use that as an opportunity to tidy up if i can't stand up if i'm so important that i can't stand up for two minutes to put things in their right place or to put my shoes back or to you know tidy up a little bit there's an issue because i'm probably like i know some people are actually, you know, maybe you have a phone-based job where you can't really get up very much, but standing up for a minute, swinging your arms around, doing some, you know, leg lifts or squats or some stretches at your desk really does matter to your actual health. Not, this isn't like, oh boy, I'm going to get the Fitbit badge or whatever. Like this actually matters to your circulation, your blood pressure. It just, it, it impacts in so many different ways. And I have to be on, on television sets a lot at work. And a lot of that involves standing standing in one place. Um, you know, you have to be quiet and you can't make noise. And I have taken to shifting, just even shifting my weight back and forth and kind of fidgeting or or walking in a very small circle just to keep myself moving. These are things that you can do in most 
circumstances. Um, another thing to do is to um, podcast and do housework, which is something that, that Catherine and I do not all the time. Not actually have a podcast. Oh, yeah, not actually record it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> listen to something. You, it could be a podcast. It could be music. It could be audiobook, like whatever. But but just make it a, a, make it a more enjoyable experience, but something that you're, you're accomplishing something enjoyable by listening, and then you're also uh, doing housework, which could also be enjoyable for you. Um, but the point is to make it more enjoyable and keep moving. Um, a couple of more quick things. Uh, if you take public transportation, you can get off a stop early yeah. if it's not like crazy far away. And then you can walk the rest of the way. You know, if you're on a bus or, or a subway or something, you know what public transportation is. But getting off one stop early and walking. And then something that um, Catherine and I used to do, we've got a shopping center that is is what? It's oh like a thousand gosh. steps from... It's 750 steps to the Starbucks, which is at the far end yeah. of the shopping and center. And we used to constantly get in our car... Drive over there. There's a there's a Rite Aid drugstore over there, so we would go quite a bit. We would have to turn left into traffic, which would take a solid two minutes for there. I to think be it a... might actually be quicker to to walk I think, over were there. Were we gonna time it once? Oh yeah, we, we were gonna it? time it. We and then do I don't that. think we did. Um, we're so, fun. Yeah, just like waiting at the traffic light, turning in, pulling in, getting a parking spot, then walking into the store. Like just walking over there and back. Like rethink that three block drive that you have that that you're doing right now, and and really decide whether you're going to walk it or drive it. Well, and another part of that too is I know some people don't live, you know, in suburban areas like us. I actually, I can't remember when it was, a couple of weeks ago, parked about two blocks from my final destination. I went out of my way. I think I was getting maybe a haircut. And I purposely was like, whatever the first parking spot is I find on yeah. this main street, the, the high street, as they call it, uh, in the UK, um, <laughs> I'll just park and then I'll walk the rest of the way. And I give myself enough time to make it a thing. But I, uh, oh yeah, that's what I did. I actually, I ran out of time because I was going to walk to get my hair done, which was about a mile, oh, yeah. a mile and a half. And I realized I ran out of time because I'm poor, poor time management. Yeah. I'm going to say it. I ended up driving halfway there. Oh, yeah. And then walking the rest of the way. So I still, I was like, oh, I can't get, oh, no, no, I can't get my steps. I still got, I ended up getting like two or 3,000 steps from driving halfway. It was amazing. 50% of the uh, the work drove there. It was great. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think that's, myself. I think that's a huge mindset shift too. You know, in the olden times, A, you wouldn't have even thought about walking to, to get there. Oh, never. And then B, even if you had thought about walking there, you would have used your, your poor time management as an excuse right. not to do it and See? not even like try to get steps. I'm growing. Um, so, you know, I'm just, just a couple of very quick things to tie into what you just said um, to wrap this up. Take the farther away parking spot. Yeah. Take the long way to get places when you're walking there. And try and, you know, we've had it sort of drilled into us from the time we were born. We're, we're in the crib to do things efficiently, that the shortest distance between two points is a yeah. straight line. And, and, you know, work smarter and not harder. Try and break yourself of that and actually you know, work smarter by working harder and make yourself do extra trips. Like don't 
don't try and pick up all of your laundry in one go. Don't put it all back in the laundry basket and carry it into your room. Actually make multiple trips back and forth. Well, and I think, too, when we think about exercise as a discrete 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, we think we don't have time to do all of that. Like, I used to think, like, oh, I don't have time. Well, what do you have time to do? Right. And for me, I feel like I'm doing two things at once when I'm cleaning the house inefficiently. Yeah. Because I'm also getting in that neat time. So yeah, you're, it's not, you're knocking two things off that to-do list at the same time. But is that, that you know, building in more movement throughout the day, I we sort of gamify it a little bit and really enjoy going like, ooh, I can take that, you know, glass into the other room. Or, oh, I forgot this. I'm going to go take it back there. And getting in that constant movement, it matters in my day. Maybe it seems because we've been alone for COVID for 18 months. Maybe people just see us look in our window, just walking around and never <laughs> sitting as being yeah. like, okay, you guys, like, yeah, how about you take a seat? They've lost it. But it really, you know, if you're just starting out on this, you know, journey or whatever, calories matter. Calories are kind of, you know, how we lost the weight. But the movement has changed our lifestyle. Like, we're not just about tracking calories. We consider ourselves active people who find ways to sneak in movement throughout the day. And we really enjoy it. Like, it actually makes us feel better. And Absolutely. it doesn't have to do with getting a good sweat on or charging up or, you know, tanking up on pre-workout, whatever. That's and and all of those, like, are. actual, like, actual, in quotes, workouts, all of that going to the gym, I dreaded every minute of it. I hated it. I, I loved the days where I, like, took the day off from doing it. And now I actually really enjoy moving and I really like doing it. And it's something that makes me feel better. And like the thrill that I get from walking up a floor, a floor of stairs, a flight of stairs or two flights of stairs and not being out of breath is really, there's, I, there's no price I can put on that. Like I just, I actually look forward to walking upstairs because of how good I feel doing it. Well, and two, if you are the kind of person who enjoys going to a gym, we are not slighting that at all. I think getting in a really good workout, being inspired by oh, others, yeah. being in, a, in an environment like that matters. But just think about it. If you go to a HIIT workout two or three times a week, or you go to the gym twice a week or an aerobics class, those, that's a great time. That is a great concentrated active time. But if you look at the actual time in your day, let's say, let's say, for example, if there were 24 hours, earth, earth hours, earth hours in a yeah. day, there are 168 hours a week. That's because that is actually how many hours? Seven times. Okay. So if you're sleeping eight hours a day, which I've never, I haven't done that in, you know, since I was a teenager, but if you're working out for a half hour, a half hour of your waking hours is 3% of your day. Yeah. 3% that you are actively active. And if you are sitting the rest of the time, that is what almost 97% of your waking hours yeah. are sitting. That's not healthy. Like, I mean, they talk about, you know, as you age, that moving your body, if you, like, I had a grandfather who just sort of refused to walk. He could walk. The nurses said he could. He just didn't want to. And that atrophy catches up with you. And yeah. you don't have to be 85 years old for it to matter. It matters in our 30s and 40s. We feel healthier now in our 40s and 50s. 
fifties. Our yes. daughter likes to yeah, point out of, your one age. One of us is in is in their fifties. I won't tell you which one, but, but it's me. But it actually matters to your mood, your movement. I wish there was some other M that I knew. <laughs> no other M words. If you know, let us know. But we have changed our lifestyle to be active people who get in that movement throughout the day because that three percent. I didn't even think I had a half hour to work out. So that would take me down to what? 2% of my day that I was walking. That's not that, that's not healthy. No. So uh, please get out there. Add movement to your day. Remember the neat. And uh, if you're listening to this episode and you're not moving, we still appreciate you listening. But uh, maybe next time, get up and walk around a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No. And, you know, I mean, we try to hit you with mindset, truth about calories, and the movement stuff really matters, too. It's all about creating an active lifestyle. It's not about a gimmick of, you know, getting badges or whatever. Sure, that's great. Donald is motivated by badges. Uh, but for me, it has really changed our family's lifestyle. I do lifestyle. need stinking badges, it turns out. <laughs> but, like... It has changed our family lifestyle for the better. And I think I, I posted on Instagram a long while ago, our daughter said, you're both sitting, what's wrong? Like, <laughs> usually yeah. you're either podcasting or you're moving. So we have created a lifestyle in our home of activity and it has made all the difference. Well, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate you, and you make all the difference to us by listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to all of our shows wherever you found this one. We're on uh, most of the major podcast platforms, and you can also listen to us on our website at weonlylookthin.com. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on Join Our Support Oh, group. please do. That's a great idea. Oh, I run a Facebook-based accountability and support group for women called Wolt Place. We only look thin place. Um, it is a place for accountability, support, and honesty on your health journey. It is not a weight loss plan, but it is a place to get extra support when you are working on working on yourself. I am super proud of it. We have two different subscription options, a monthly with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month option with a seven-day complimentary trial. So please, give us a go. This is a place to really, you know, open up and be yourself while you are working on yourself. And I'm super proud of it. And who knows if you play your cards right, you might actually end up doing a 7,000 step walk with, with Catherine, Catherine Weigel. Weigel. Yeah, but at, at a minimum, you know, the, Catherine does Zooms. You have direct access to all of her uh, wisdom and experience and um, her, uh, you know, with us combined, the 500 years of, yeah. uh, of weight loss and fitness experience that we have. Um, it's a, a really great community, and I urge you to check it out. Uh, also, if you would like to get in touch with us, you can reach us through the emails at uh, weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yeah, it might take us a while to get back to you. Um, I am actually really super hyper-focused on the podcast and our support group, so it might take a while to get back, but we uh, we definitely will respond. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at We Only Look Thin. And if you wouldn't mind doing us a favor, we would love it if you would go to Apple Podcasts, even if you're not an Apple Podcast person, and uh, because they kind of rule the podcast world, and leave us a, a review and a rating, or just a rating, uh, preferably five stars, uh, it would really 
really help us out. The more ratings and reviews we have, the more we get boosted in search results when people are looking for uh, shows like ours. And also, uh, more importantly, if you say nice things about us, it makes us feel good. Yeah, it really does actually matter. I mean, we're, we've been doing this for three and a half years, and uh, I kind of forget that that's a big deal. You know, like I know other podcasts yeah. haven't lasted that long, but it really does matter to us to know that people are listening. And you can also share the podcast with other people. A lot of times oh, that's a great taking idea. advice is really hard. But if you say a charming and inspirational couple have mentioned this thing, you can you can fob it off on us and then there's no responsibility. But uh, it really means a lot when you share it. That's the biggest way that people find out about us. It sure does. So if you still don't know the difference between the motivation bus and the Great Space Coaster, <laughs> just remember that Catherine and I are an inspiration Asian. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.